Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Free Reverie, and this is your host, Juju V. If you guys like what you hear, make sure to follow me on my social media, Instagram, JBSU18, Snapchat, JBSU, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Hope you guys enjoy. Alright guys, so welcome to my podcast, Free Reverie, and I actually have um, someone joining with us today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Shane Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, live in Fruitland, Idaho, and my background is in accounting and financial services. But to be honest, um, when I was in college, I started my first company um, in the door-to-door pest control sales industry, actually, um, and have never looked back. I mean, we've we've been small business owners, becoming big business owners um, since then. Um, and my wife and I have seven children, ages. <laughs> Uh, 16 down to two, five boys, two girls, and they're our why, and they're a lot of fun. So were they kind of the inspiration for your business? <laughs> business because we didn't have very many kids, but since, absolutely, it's been a huge driving force um, to be a good provider, for oh. sure. All right. So guys, what business that we're kind of talking about is proactive budget. So can you tell us a little bit as to what that is? I mean, it has budget in it, so I think most people know what that is, but what, what is your business? Absolutely. So Proactive, um, it's been, it's, we've changed the name to Proactive, um, is digital cash envelopes. So what we've done is we've taken the cash envelope concept that many um, financial coaches, financial mm-hmm. wellness coaches teach. Yeah, and we've we've digitized that process, and we've done that because cash is is something of the past, mm-hmm. and to use cash is really a logistical nightmare, um, and very few people can stick to the cash envelope system long term because of that. Um, but being able to have the same type of behavior changes mm-hmm. all held within the palm of the hand through a phone and it being digitized creates opportunities for us to help a lot of people change spending behavior and and get in control of their finances. And if you want, I can tell you our story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, um, really, my, my partner and I, Ryan Clark, been friends. We actually were partners in the door-to-door pest control sales company, Clearback <laughs> College. And we both went into the financial service industry and got really frustrated with wanting to help people but not being able to because they were living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And most of them weighed down with a lot of debt. Um, we put them on a lot of other budgeting plans, but they wouldn't stick to them because it was too easy to get around the app or the, or the concept, and they would fall back into their into their old habits. The straw that broke the camel's back was a doctor making over $300,000 living paycheck to paycheck. And we were like, man, this this is someone we can really help. And put together a budgeting strategy using the envelope system 
And within three months, he and his wife had fall back, fallen off of it and back into their own habits and continuing to just struggle. And so we were like, man, there has got to be a better way. And that's where Proactive Budget was born. Okay, cool. All right, so what do you do? You just um, put money aside? Is it basically just putting money aside? Yeah, good question. No, so um, right now the, our app is structured for discretionary spending. That's where people get in trouble. That's where they overspend. And so um, we we have Connect up Proactive to their to their bank account, and each month you deposit money into the into the concept or into our app, and that goes into an FDIC insured bank, and it's all safe and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our our app requires you to assign the money a, a category or a responsibility before it'll let you spend. So the first thing that happens is you distribute that money between in between your budgeting categories. So let's say that you have a category of giving, and groceries and fuel and entertainment, date night, things like that. So you would distribute that money into those different categories. Once it's just distributed into the categories, um, each time before you spend, our our app requires you to open it, which really is just a thumb, thumbprint. It opens the app, look at your budget, make sure that the money is there, and then push spend. Okay. And that, when you push spend, it opens that category and transfers the money onto a debit card, a special debit card, your proactive debit card, and then it allows you to spend. Okay. If you don't do that beforehand, then the debit card remains as a zero balance, and it is impossible to overdraft. So if you swipe it, it'll decline. It won't let you spend. That's and amazing. then once, once you tr- open the account and transfer the money to the card, if you swipe it or there's a transaction done, it transfers the remaining balance back to the envelope so you always know how much you have left in that envelope or that category in real time so it is always um, you're using real money you have a finite amount of money just like you would cash in envelopes Um, so it really helps you gauge your spending is it pretty instant so like you could be in the store and transfer immediately oh yeah yeah it takes seconds that's it takes really seconds. Cool. So actually, while I'm in the line, I just push spend. It opens it. And another cool um, aspect to it is my wife and I both have cards, and we both have the app. And she can open a category at the same time I put. I open a category in different stores, and both of us spend it. It updates both of our apps instantaneously. Oh. So we're always in sync with each other mm-hmm. when it comes to comes to our finances. And it's actually given us a ton of peace of mind um, because both of us actually grew up in large families and our dads were teachers, small communities, and money was always really, really tied. In fact, mm-hmm. there were many months, I don't know how we made it by. So we grew up just don't spend. If you don't absolutely, absolutely have to, don't spend. Um, and even though we've been we we've been more successful financially, there's been a lot of anxiety when it comes to money for us. Right. And in the past, there's never been a good tool for us. And so we create a budget. We don't do a good job keeping track of our spending to the budget through the month. And then we sit down at the end sometimes, track <laughs> it, and we've overspent or we have underspent. But we always just are. are honestly, our philosophy is. 
If you don't absolutely have to have it, don't spend. And then when we get to spending mode, we feel a lot of anxiety. And this is the first time in our marriage we don't feel that way anymore because right. we're in sync with each other. We know what we have budgeted for. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So this makes it more aware as to what you're doing. So, I mean, I, I see, I'm in that place right now where I need to be doing that. So is this, um, is this app free? Good, great question. Yeah. It actually, um, because it's connected with banking and so forth, there's no transaction fees. There's no banking fees. Um, but we do charge $69 a year for one debit card and $98 a year for two debit cards. That's not bad. Uh, no, and uh, to be honest, we've done a lot of um, statistical tracking, and on average, a couple or a, a person will save $400 a month or spend $400 less a month because of our system. Yeah, because there's always been, um, like with credit cards, they're like, oh, well, do, will you go ahead and make, um, I tell, tell them all the time, just go ahead and schedule payments in advance because I'm always going to be like, well, let me push this. I'll, I'll pay it next week or let me do this. And that's where I get in trouble. So I think this will be a pretty good idea. There was even a, a review in 2017. Someone said, this is a monumental improvement. They said, this is one of those ideas we all say, quote, somebody should have thought of that a long time ago. It only makes sense to deal with your budget in real time, but all the other programs and apps deal with expenditures after the fact, just keeping a record, but not actually helping you make the decision. This app is like having your own accountant, financial planner, right there shopping with you. Dave Ramsey has helped thousands get out of debt using the envelope method. This is a giant leap forward using the same idea, but infinitely more convenient because it's all done online with no cash and in real time. Then you have uh, that it's great, that the proactive budget team is pretty awesome. And then someone says exactly what I need back in the day, the envelope system was truly the best way to keep me on budget. So going mostly cashless has made this possible. So you're getting great reviews, and you have been in business since 2015, correct? Yes, that's correct. And to be really honest, there's been ups and downs. Um, We're really on the edge of technology. Yeah. That's where we're at. We're on the edge of technology, and we've had to allow technology to catch up with the ability that we're doing. And so more recently, things have become stable yeah. and, and, and dependable. Um, and it's, it's really exciting to watch what's happening to couples' lives and mm-hmm. the, the ability to get out of debt and to become financially well and lift the stress mm-hmm. that they've felt because of finances their entire married life or together life. So we're, we're really passionate about it. We're, we're excited about how it's helping people. I think it's great, especially for someone like me who's a single parent. Um, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but we're not living together. So, yeah, finances together. Great, (laughs) because I'm always getting in trouble when I'm in relationships, especially when we move in. All hell breaks loose. But um, I did research you guys, and um, because I was wondering what's the best budgeting app for 2019, you guys are actually on the list now as one of the best budgeting apps. 
And uh, so then I was like, okay, because I didn't really research you guys fully yet. And I use this app called the Acorn app. Um, but it's morally, more or less like this investment. So what yeah, is the saving? I'm familiar. So it's it's kind of like it. So I was like, maybe I should ask him. But then as you're doing envelopes, I'm like, that has nothing to do with what Acorn does. Yeah. You know what? Actually, Acorn is a, is a definite possible partner in the future. Yeah. Um, because what people spend, they can, you know, round up to the next dollar or round, you know, round up to the next dollar times 10, 20, 30, whatever well, you want. I actually deposit $5 a week and I've saved um, almost $150 from last year. So, awesome. um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even $5 a week. But what it does is the roundups. Um, for a lot of you guys that don't know about it, what it does is if you sign up for it, any of the cents that's left over from uh, what you spent at the grocery store or whatever, it rounds up to the next dollar. So the cents that are left over gets put right into that account. So it's continuously putting everything in there. So that's a good way to do it too. But I, I thought about doing that and I did it for a little bit. Then I got off track on my budgeting because then I was like, I thought I had this amount in. And then I was like, oh yeah, the roundups. <laughs> so <laughs> then I had to cancel that and I was like, $5 is fine. You're going to stick with that. Yeah. And um, so it says my potential for when I'm like 65 is like $163,000. So I'm like, maybe I should put more in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Jackie, it really is. It's a great start. And yeah. we all have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about your business before we just kind of ask fun questions? <laughs> sure. You know, actually there are a couple of things. Um, one of the nice, um, I guess, parts of the card is because it's default zero, because there's no money on the card unless you open a category, if you lose that card, they get a piece of plastic, and it's yeah. completely secure. They'd have to steal your phone, hack into the app, and, well, hack into your phone first, and then hack into the app. Yeah. And, and open the category. So they just get a piece of plastic and you can just order a new card from us. We also have in-app in the ability to change your PIN mm -hmm. and to freeze the card. And so it creates an, a debit card that is extremely secure. Where most debit cards, if someone steals it, they have access to your bank account and it can cause a lot of problems and you can't get the money back. Mm -hmm. You know, Yet, using a debit card really does help you keep in line with if you don't have the money you can't spend and so we we have that dynamic with you can have as many categories as you want and if you don't have the money in that category you can't spend yet we've created an opportunity within the app to transfer money between categories very easily and very quickly mm -hmm. so everything that we've done is really we're making budgeting as easy as spending and there's no requirement by the user to come after the fact and track every, anything because it immediately tracks after the transaction and it keeps track of your transaction history in each category and with the card as a whole. And so it really does allow people to to ha follow their budget right in line with what they're doing in their regular shopping habits. Yeah. So that's one cool thing. And then the uh, the next thing is is when we're building out kid cards, oh, and cool. so your children 
can also have a proactive card. Okay. And they, they, their cards will be special because you as the administrator of the family account can share a category with them. So like your son is at football practice and you need him to stop and get some eggs and milk and so forth, you can give him a part of the grocery budget as the administrator. And when he makes those purchases, it sinks right in line with the family budget, giving you the opportunity to teach him principles of budgeting. Yeah, absolutely. And help him understand money. He will also have his card will also be connected to his to his own account, so you can transfer money um, really easily to his account um, mm -hmm. for his for his own money, and then he can have his own envelope system and learn to budget his own money between you know fun right. and states and car and everything else that he that he. So needs. you open a folder, and the amount that. Um, is in there. Okay, let's say it's $50 and you only spend 23 You said the rest of it automatically goes back in the folder? Yeah. So, so you have to open it up again? Yeah, so the okay. next transaction. And we do that on purpose Yeah. because each time you go to spend, it requires you to look at your budget and make an intentional intentional decision that is to so make clever. that spend. Yeah, so um, I was asking that too because with the card – at certain gas station stuff. I actually got, um, last July is what put me under because my debit card got hacked not once, but twice in one week. Wow. And it was over $600. Wow. So, yeah, that put me in the hole so bad. And I'm still trying to get caught up because, right. you know, credit cards are going to, it's whatever. They're, they don't care whatever happens. And so, yeah, so that's what happened. And that's why I was asking if that debit card if that amount goes right back in the account because it's just a piece of plastic after you spend. That's correct. It's okay. a zero balance and, and it'll decline. So if somebody's hacked into your card and tried to spend, it would decline. That is so clever. Okay. So um, what was my next question? Oh, so if you lose the card, um, do you have to purchase again the 40-some dollars or is there an insurance fee that's added to that 49 to guarantee you another yeah. card? Yeah, good question. It actually just is the cost of the replacement of the card, which is which is about seven dollars oh. for us to send you a new card um, in the mail. Okay. So, okay, good. All right, so that's really really cool because I was thinking about it because as I was reading you guys uh, about you guys, I was like, this sounds like something I really need right now because <laughs> my mom's like, I'll help you budget, but I really don't want her to know my money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really don't because <laughs> it's tax time. I mean, come on now. <laughs> but well, yeah. yeah. You, if you go to proactivebudget.com and go to start here, yeah, um, you can easily subscribe. There's a 15-day 15, 15 free trial. The free okay. trial begins after your first transaction. Okay. And we really make it easy to, to, you know, to come on the app and – and uh, utilize the system, um, and we invite you to try it out. It's it really has been a blessing to a lot of people. Right. Okay. So we're gonna ask a couple fun questions. Well, I am. So, what are you struggling with now? And then, what was the most difficult thing you had to deal with in the past? Are you speaking business-wise? Sure. We can do business yeah. for now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so what we're struggling with right now is we have some fraudsters from Russia that have discovered our system, and they are depositing money 
into a, a proactive account um, with a fake ID, and then yeah. they are immediately buying Bitcoin, and then they cancel their ACH. And we've learned that you can actually actually cancel an ACH up to 60 days, and the bank will return it, which means that they own the Bitcoin, and then we're out the $5,000 or whatever else. And so because of that, our data is very secure when it comes to our users, but yeah. we didn't realize that there were people out there that would that could hack in, mm -hmm. and it's required us to change some of our methodologies to prevent that kind of stuff from happening. And so that actually is a big deal right now, and it's tough, mm -hmm. and it creates a lot of change within... Um, so yeah, that's that's been a that's been a struggle. Um, the most difficult thing that we faced, you know, the most difficult thing that that we have faced is we partnered with a small processing company and a small credit union initially. This was back in 2015, 16, mm -hmm. and they didn't have the capacity to handle the growth and so they discontinued well they they said we can't handle it and we had you know several thousand users because we were just getting started right and all of a sudden the system didn't work they had money in their proactive accounts and that was a tough time because they were so excited they could see how it would really help their family and they were passionate about what we were doing they wanted to work and we couldn't deliver Right, and that is a that's been a very difficult thing, um, and so it's caused us to really restructure, partner up with like Jack Henry, which is one of the, a very large processing company worldwide, billions and billions of dollars of transactions. <laughs> yeah, that, no one no one would have heard of them because they're kind of the the company behind the scenes, but it's really important. And then also some really good companies that like Evolve Bank and Trust, who is the FDIC insured bank that has the capacity to handle what we're doing so we can deliver reliable um, product. Okay. Hand on. Right. So those two things. Um, but in life, do you want to hear what's been toughest in my life? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, you know what? Probably the most difficult thing that I've ever done. Um, it's funny. It's still business. So back in 2007, I started a financial service company. At this time, we were expecting our fourth child. We'd recently moved to Omaha, Nebraska, and we'd bought a home. Okay. And the economy fell out from underneath us. Yep. And in the financial service industry, it's all about building your clientele, your book of business. Not knowing anybody, I was going business to business, door to door, and we made $6,000, I mean, sorry, $2,000 in six months. Mm -hmm. And I had three children, five, three, and one, my wife, a home, a child coming in just a few months, and I couldn't provide. And um, it was the hardest thing I've ever been through, and I'm really a happy-go-lucky person. My you fifth seem like it. <laughs> called me smiley I'm, I'm just I just have always been that way but it put me in depression where I couldn't even call people on the phone I couldn't go out the door it was very difficult yeah um and honestly it was 
the goodness of God and faith that helped me come out of that and a really wonderful wife that I love dearly that helped me come out of that. But I'll tell you, pushing through that experience created the the blessings in the life that we have today financially. So that's probably the most difficult time. It is the most difficult time I've ever been through. So far. <laughs> yes. So, so far. far. That, We're all still living. So yes, anything can happen, like my experience last year. So, yeah, that was pretty hard for me. So um, you with seven, I could not imagine already having almost four kids at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one uh, of four. So it's, yeah, but I quit the tradition because what it is, see, my grandma named all her kids with J's and then my mom named all her four kids with J's. I cut that real quick. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I'm not having four kids. I love kids to death, which is why I'll just pick up my niece here and there. I'm good. <laughs> and then I had my son and I'm like, well, that ruined that one. Cause I didn't think I was going to have kids yet. Cause I found out I was pregnant the week of my college graduation. And I always well, tell people I was more upset. The fact I couldn't get drunk that weekend. <laughs> Because there's a difference between knowing and then not knowing. So So once you knew, it was done. You had to be responsible. Yeah. I was like two days before my graduation. I was like, this really sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had so many people want to buy me shots and all this other stuff. And I was looking forward to it. But I haven't really been drinking since I found out I was pregnant. And um, I maybe only had a couple beers ever since my son was born. So it's really cut that habit. <laughs> so that's good for extra you. spending, not necessary. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That, that is a big hole, money yeah. hole, right? For sure. Yeah. Well, I don't smoke, so that's good, too. I can't stand it. I can't breathe. So, But my sister does, and I'm like, you got to click that. Because I'm one of a twin. My She's my twin. So Awesome. How yeah. fun. That's yeah. cool. But I'm older, and I always brag about it. Um, <laughs> and wiser, right? For sure. Yeah. So how are you going to secure your um, app more, you know, with the scammers and stuff? Like, are you going to have, um, like, the account verified prior to it being accessed? So that way, if um, there's activity from, like, another location? So um, we've hired a company. Okay. <laughs> to to help us um, identify um, unique transactions and unique deposits, um, and so and we've also lowered the um, ACH limit. So we're going to do a few things for new account users. Usually, when someone is building a relationship with us, okay, there's there has to be trust built because yeah. we're dealing with money. And so they'll put in 25 to $50. Actually, usually it's 50 to $100. Um, and then as they build trust, they begin to put more of their discretionary income until they put all of their discretionary income through, through proactive. Um, the fraudsters put as much money as they can immediately. So that is a red flag. So we're lowering the um, deposit amount like the ACH um, limits 
for the first 60 days or 30 days, actually, sorry, of someone's relationship with us, which fits the the user that we usually have anyways. Um, So that's one thing we're doing. And then in addition to that, we're hiring a company. And then um, on the tech side, I'm not the techie guy. I'm the marketing guy. (laughs) Guys, he didn't even know how to use Skype, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Seriously. (laughs) Send me Zoom or RingCentral and I'm okay with Skype. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not the techie guy, um, and we have a, a great team that is hitting this hard right now. Okay. Um, so more updates on that in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you guys have, like, social media and stuff like that you guys want people yeah. to follow, too, for, like, yeah. updates and stuff? You know, like how YouTube, if there's a problem, they could tag you, and then you could be like, we're fixing this right now. And yes, yeah, so we have a world-class um, customer service team and system, and so we are issuing updates through through Facebook, uh, through um, Instagram and Twitter and everything, so people know exactly exactly what's going on. So, okay. and then we also use our email system and so forth to connect with everybody. So. I'm going to definitely have to try out this entire app just because it sounds like something I really need to be doing. So I, like that guy Do said it. on that review, it's somebody should have thought about this a long time ago type thing. <laughs> I you should have been I doing think, this. I think others have. Um, and it's kind of cool because we were patenting this concept, um, which is really exciting. But Others, others, I think, have wanted to, but truly it's been the technology that hasn't been up to speed. And we've pushed the limits and pushed the limits and pushed the limits um, so that we can provide what we do. So, Okay. Another fun question is what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Ooh. Yeah, make you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know... I don't think I'd prefer doing anything else than what I do, really? honestly. But if I did do something else, um, well, really, seriously, like what I do every day is I think of ideas that will lift people from the paycheck to pay, excuse me, paycheck to paycheck cycle, while helping them eliminate debt, debt permanently. Which, if you look at our country, the the financial stress. I mean, it's it's a financial bondage, right. truthfully, that is robbing people of peace and breaking up families, couples, um, and and hurting our communities, our nation. It really is. Yeah. And so I have the opportunity to produce a tool that can lift people out of those of that stress and give them peace. And it's. It's, it's something that I think will totally change the landscape of personal finance. And uh, that's exciting. And there, I love business. I love building <laughs> business. I love, you know, I love the, the challenge, the hunt. Um, so that is like totally fun. And you can talk to my kids and my wife. <laughs> I love it. And I get fired up. I'm excited. But um, if I if I had something if I did something else I think to be an ophthalmologist, and what to, is that? The, it's the <laughs> an eye doctor. Okay. A, <laughs> I don't know every profession. Okay, I don't. <laughs> but the study of the eye, I, I think is very fascinating. I oh. think that would be 
um, a very cool profession. Right. I forgot. Uh, yeah, often. So, yeah, never mind. It just slipped my mind for a second. I was like, what is that? And then when he said eye doctor, I'm like, duh. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you seem pretty excited even just now. Have you ever considered possibly doing, like, a YouTube video or um, a podcast of your own to kind of yes. uh, show actually... everyone, like, this is the app, this is, I'm going to the store, this is what's in my account to kind of do a show how and then kind of just let everyone see your life like a vlog. Just Yeah, inspire. so not necessarily with with my life, but absolutely with the, with the app. We, right now on Trello, have a list of like 30 different podcasts slash YouTube videos that um, we are going to create okay. exactly what you're talking about. Comparing our app to the other competitive apps out there in the budgeting, budgeting space, and then how this works, how that works, shopping and all that stuff. So we, we actually filmed our first video last Friday. Okay, I think I saw it on YouTube, but I wasn't sure if that was actually you guys or if it's someone else talking about it, so... I was like, eh, nah, I don't want to trust YouTube just yet. So, <laughs> not yet. I'll just single-handedly ask you. So, now I know that's, that's most likely you guys. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, when should they call an expert like yourself? And what should they look for? Hmm. That was one of the questions I had. And I don't even know what I was referring to. <laughs> so, so probably, um, maybe you're talking about when should an individual call a financial expert? Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Well, I mean, it's what these questions are is just like a list that I found online. So I was just going to be fun with it and just be kind of like, this is this question and this is that one. But a lot of them aren't too fun. So I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Well, honestly, I think that um, finding a trusted advisor um, in, in various different aspects of life uh, will help you achieve more in life. And, um, financial, and a financial advisor is definitely one of those core advisors. A legal advisor is another one of those core advisors. Um, a life coach is a core advisor. Um, a religious coach is a core advisor. So all these advisors, you know, an Olympian chooses a coach wisely, and that coach pushes pushes them to the limit. And it, that being done creates excellence out of the athlete. And so having good people, good coaches around you makes a difference. And the earlier the better, in my opinion. Okay. Make sure you choose wisely, though. Because um, the people you circle encircle yourself with will largely determine where you go in life. Exactly. Yeah, I uh, I live in a town or grew up in a town where there were a lot of individuals who um, were very negative, and they are still there for a reason. And when yeah. I moved away and stuff, it, you kind of uh, I opened up a lot more. Let's just say that much. I wasn't too kept to myself um i opened up my personality people actually saw me and so i became more comfortable with that side of me rather than 
hiding and trying to make everyone else happy. I'm slowly still trying to make myself happy in little ways because I've always cared about other people more than myself. So that's something that's I'm cool. learning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still doing hey, it. I'll yeah, preach about everyone else doing it for themselves, but I, I'm not doing it for myself. So I'm a hypocrite in that way. And I will admit that, you guys. I will admit that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm still working on it. It's just something I've always had to deal with. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So what do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that has helped you become so successful? I would say my positivity is a huge contributor to my success. Mm -hmm. um, I also am... I love people. I love talking to people. I see potential within people, and I love to lift and help people achieve their potential, move to their potential. Um, and that, when people feel that, that they really work hard for you. Mm -hmm. um, so, I would say that those are those are my main skills is in leadership. Okay. All right. So leading with that, what is your favorite word? My favorite word <laughs> is hope. Hope. Yeah. I like encourage and influence. Those are my, my words. I know it says one word, but I can't decide. <laughs> oh, both of those are awesome. That, that's, yeah, both of those are awesome. And then Another great word is impact, to impact. impact. It's awesome. One. Yeah. Motivate. That's a good one. Yeah. For sure. Yep. All right. And then what sound or noise do you love? <laughs> sound or noise? <laughs> it's a weird one, but yeah. That is a weird one. I love baby laughs. Do you? Yes. Uh, I, no matter I, I, what mood I'm in, you put on a video with the baby laughing I'm I'm in a better mood right away because it's just like I love kids so much. So absolutely, yeah. You know that is cool. You know I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I don't know what my favorite noise is. Definitely not your alarm. No. Uh, <laughs> I think it depends on what you're doing too. Because like I said, if I was in a bad mood, baby laughs are good. But if I need my own space, I like listening to like meditation music, which is just instrumental. There's no words. It's just quiet. Yeah. Classical music. You're right. I, I would say I think the best when I'm listening to classical music. It just it, it helps me really flow. Yeah. Yeah. I always had to have some noise. Like when I was studying in college, for one, um, I like to talk. So I, if I'm surrounded by noise, I can think clearly, which is really weird. Yeah. But during college, in order for me to do my homework, I always had in the background, for some reason, Dr. Phil. And I think it's just because it was talking. And so I would like set him aside as I was working on a report and I would get it done so much faster than listening to music. Really? So, yeah. But if I'm like wanting to be by myself and trying to meditate, it's strictly music. Uh -huh. That's so I think interesting. it varies. Yeah. 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 Incense yeah. and then music. You're good to go. I promise you. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, okay. And then what is your favorite curse word? You know what? I do not have one. You don't have one. 
No, I don't. I don't curse. My dad didn't. I mean, dang it or darn it. Yeah, you but... said that in the email. You're like, darn it. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm dealing with someone who doesn't curse. I already knew yeah, it. That, that's true. I I don't. So, but I do say, dang. And when I'm having fun, I always say, "You little rock chickadee." <laughs> Just what? my kids. I know it's a stupid word, but my kids make fun of me. My teenagers really make fun of me for that. It's rock chickadee. I don't know why, but rock chickadee. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um. Okay. And then, what do you think can't be replicated easily about your business? Oh, the creation of the system. Yeah. It's extremely complex. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's connecting. It's connecting processing, banking, budgeting all together. And it is it is extremely um, complex. So, yeah, that's what's difficult about it. But also, the position we have from a marketing standpoint and the influence that we have is is really incredible mm -hmm. and we've, we've been holding back because wanting to fine-tune and really create um, cr create consistency in in everything and we're, we're at the point now where we're really starting to push it and this is gonna really roll I believe if I mean it's either gonna really roll or we're, we're not gonna be able to do it but <laughs> In my, it, we've definitely started a movement mm -hmm. that is going to change the landscape no matter what. Um, but we do have, what I'm really excited about our team is our hearts are to really bless the user, the customer. Um, and we will do everything to maintain that integrity. And there's very few teams that would do that they would utilize all this information to sell people and you know be always pushing product in front of people we will not do that okay. we are we we are going to maintain the integrity and really build trust with our users mm -hmm. to be a blessing and to lift them and that's powerful and i'm really excited about my team because mm -hmm. we share that vision and so I believe that, that that's the kind of team that needs to bring this to the marketplace mm -hmm. to have a powerful impact. So anyways, I love my team. The Good. Phenomenal. Yeah. So what, what, would, what is your dream? You've probably already told your audience, but what is your dream? I want to own a coffee shop. And so um, I want to – I've mentioned in my podcast I want to name it Diversified or Diversifying, and uh, it's mixing the two words Diversified and Caffeine. Um, just to be more cultured and um, knowledgeable of other cultures because anytime I learn about a culture, I'm just so fascinated. I want to go there, but then I don't because you got to learn the customs, you got to learn everything, and there's so much to each culture. You can't mix them up. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's so fascinating. And then, you know, I love kids and I can't stress that enough. And then you see those kids on TV. I hate that commercial. I hate it so much because it makes it. I have to keep looking away because I'm like, I can't see that child right now because I don't have the money to donate uh, <laughs> for one. But then they... You, you know what, Jackie? What is the first thing that you need to do to pursue your dream? What's the first step? Budgeting. 
<laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. So, so one of one of the first steps you feel like is you've got to get yourself financially prepared. Yeah. To... Yeah. I've already looked up, um, especially here in Indiana, of how much it would cost for a copy shop. But of course, it's always the location that determines that amount. But um, I have to read into it more of how much the license and everything would cost because, of course, any startup company you have to get a loan. Um, and so I got to pick out the right one with the right interest and it's going to be a pain, but I think it's going to pay off in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would, I would, um, put together a business what, plan. Yeah. Well, a business plan, but even, <laughs> even maybe before that put together some things that need to come into place, mm. um, to make that happen and look at it every day and take one step forward. Because it's that that I found is so much of business. It is just putting. It's taking that next step and the next step and the most important step is the next one. Mm -hmm. And every every day, if you continue to just take another step, within a few short years, you'll be amazed of how close you are. Because you can have that dream. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you a story. Okay. Okay? All right. So. I told you about the struggle in 2007 and 2008. Yes. And I was praying for some way to help bring, build my business Mm because no matter what I did, it was not working. Um, And I can honestly say that God replaced my fear with faith and I pushed forward and a concept came into my life that used buying power, huge buying power, to save people money Mm -hmm. and it was another small business owner that introduced it to me and he shared with me how that concept would also allow me to connect in with a lot of successful small business owners and so forth and he said I'll help you refer your business so I joined that concept and it brought in over $54,000 of revenue in the next five and a half months and really it saved my business and it allowed me to get to know and this is all because I had a vision and a dream and I just kept on taking a foot forward whatever it took even if it was business to business um, and I started meeting people well that led me to a, a, a man by the name of TJ Boltz a dentist in Omaha who we became good friends and he became one of those type of mentors for me mm-hmm. and he invited me to start utilizing the buying power to save money. We weren't spending any money, so I didn't think it would save it, and it worked. And then there was a, a business proposition where you could refer that membership and make money. Well, over the next five years, um, we became one of the most successful couples in the company at building teams of people and promoting that. And so to be honest with you, Jackie, I've spoken in front of audiences of 8,000 people, 7,000 people, 5,000 people, 3,000 people, um, many times because of that. And that opened the door up to the back into the financial service world because it created residual income so we could really make an impact in the world. Because let me. I guess I'll just share with you this. In our world today, in the financial world today, um, everyone skips over this, the the budgeting and the getting out of debt. Yeah. All the financial planners do because there's no money there, and so they skip right to insurances and investments. Mm-hmm. And so 
we have a lot of people that are really in debt, living paycheck to paycheck, right? 401k, and they're spending 15 to 25 percent in interest on the debt, and only making six or seven percent on their 401k. Makes yeah. absolutely no sense. No, and they're they're completely unhealthy financially, and. In seeing that, my partner and I wanted to take care of that, the fundamental, fundamental, um, really foundation of finances, and that is to help people control spending and get out of debt. Because mm-hmm. once they can do that, then they can accumulate and invest, and, and it won't be a yo-yo through their life. Mm-hmm. But that experience, I was in the financial planning world wanting to make a difference, failing horribly, <laughs> but dreaming. Mm-hmm. Right, which led me into this uh, into this other concept, which created residual income and a network of people that then we could really put together proactive. Okay, and it was a long circle. <laughs> it took ten years. Ten years, but, it still got there. <laughs> yeah, still got. I mean, at a, re- a really a rather young age, and uh, it really is exciting how you know clear back then some hopes and desires. And taking steps forward mm-hmm. led us back to here to make a positive impact in the personal finance world and hopefully to change the landscape for people. Okay. Have you ever considered at least college, going to colleges and going at least to the financial um, classes? Because I actually took one and this, this information I probably would have jumped on the gun a lot faster and I would be a lot like in a better position right now um, so because college students you're still trying to learn how yeah. to be an adult and so yeah. I didn't know if maybe you could get with some colleges and maybe have um, a couple days in the week with that specific college just kind of go over with the students I didn't yeah. know well it is something that we, we do we have talked about this and I have a couple of contacts that are creating courses in this exact area for colleges okay. that they're not quite ready yet and we're not quite ready yet but we are going to there's a, a very high probability that we're going to join forces to do exactly that and the funny thing is is I'm getting interviewed um, on TV uh, with a, a production company next week oh. and they are going to go to students because a lot of students have no idea where they're going and what they want to do. They're just going to exactly. college next step. And so to provide um, media, a media venue to help them gain a vision of where they want to go and to help them with finances. And so, yeah, we're starting to do some of those things, um, but there's a lot ahead of us, you know, in our, in our course of business. So, Okay. Yeah, that's good to hear. I just kind of makes me jealous that I would want to be in that college class, that I don't have to deal with all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, but if you guys can get that started, that would prevent so much. Like, I'm honestly probably going to present this to my aunt, um, you know, a couple family members, and see what they think about it, because I know a lot of my family members can actually benefit from using you guys. So, um it's such a good idea yeah uh okay all right so um are there any tools or books that have really helped you on your journey yes there's there very much so so stephen covey's 
um, the seven habits of highly effective people mm-hmm. has been a huge blessing to me. I love his generation for planning. Um, he's really helped me understand my roles in life. Um, and something that I've learned is, is I really, it's hard to have balance every mm-hmm. day to be an amazing husband, an amazing father, an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing member of our church congregation, an amazing friend, and so forth, all the same day. But if I structure my life properly and I understand my rules, in a week's time, I can I can have balance, but not on a day-to-day balance, I mean, day-to-day basis. Right. So that has been a really powerful impact on me. Um, also, The Magic of Thinking Big uh, is another great book that just helped me realize the only thing that is holding me back is my mind. Yourself. It is. It's mm-hmm. that you. There is so much opportunity. You just have to think bigger. Um, I think I, I've always believed that we're all not programmed, but we're all being taught to stay within our limits. And it, it's us that really have to break out of that shell. Um because I, I've always told in my podcast, I, I, I do explain that I will not be with someone who's too comfortable where they're at because uh-huh. they will never amount to anything. Not that they won't amount to anything in their area, but they're not wanting to go after more. Yes. And so, um, yeah, you're hitting on the mark with that. <laughs> hey, you know, one more, one more book is the, um, the dream giver by Bruce Wilkinson. Okay. When I was going through a really tough time, that helped me realize that there is a desert to go through before the success, and it's okay. Yeah. Um, so anyways, those are a couple of and, – and then another really powerful tool for me has been Design Your, Design Your Best Year Ever by Darren Hardy. Phenomenal planning system. So anyways, those are a few. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had books, but I don't remember the titles nor the authors. So, yeah. Um, my memory isn't that good for that part. But, um, yeah, so we'll continue. So what do you wish you had known when you started out? Hmm. Would it be more of um, the business aspect of it or technology? It's a hard one. (laughs) Yeah, you can learn all those things. Um, I guess initially I wish I would have known that everything was going to be okay. Some of the most difficult times were were fear that it wasn't going to work, mm-hmm. and no, that all the work that I was putting in was going to fail. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have just been able to say, "Hey, it's going to work out," and mm-hmm. known it was going to work out. Um, and as soon as I learned that, um, it changed like. It changed from fear to faith, mm-hmm. which is so big. So, yeah, and I'm grateful for my father-in-law who's kept on telling me, Shane, you've come this far. 
don't give up now. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on going. Keep on yeah. going. There's a lot of good things ha- going for you. Keep going. And that is so true. In business, you have to look at the little wins and realize there's a lot of good things coming that, that, that are going for you, although there's a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there always is. That's small business. But there's a lot of good things. And hold on to those good things. And remember, it's going to get better. Keep right. going. Yeah. I, I have a segment where I say, um, kind of along the lines of, cause I believe that you shouldn't just say everything is going to be okay. You want to say everything will be okay. Um, because you want to have that mindset of not, I think I'm going to become a business owner. No, I am going to become a business owner because you want to be well, ahead of it. You, you don't want to be like, I think I could, because then you're going to second guess yourself. There's going to be self doubt all throughout. And so, um, feeling okay. I think that maybe, um, a lot of people don't know a lot of small businesses fail, um, for not being too prepared, but it also takes two years to make profit of any sort. And uh, that's any business. It's not just one business versus another. Any business starting out takes two years. I told my mom as soon as she started the business, she goes, Oh really? I said, yep. Learned it today in college. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is, is your, your most realistic expectations and projections. Mm-hmm. You have to multiply the amount of money that you think you're going to need by two yeah. and double the time you think it's going to take. And then you'll be even still underestimating. It's yeah. just the way it is. Well, because nothing's predictable. I mean, there's so much that can happen. So that's why I'm just like, you don't want to have a whole lot of self-doubt, but you don't always want to think everything's okay. Um, I have right. always, everyone's always told me that I'm always a worry wart, but I've always been able to be ahead of myself, knowing that something else can happen so that way I could better prepare myself. I've always been that way. Yeah, it might freak me out most of the time because of my son. Now I'm like, oh, something could happen at daycare. But I'm like, I've got people there that really love him. And so it's okay. <laughs> He'll be okay. But I'm constantly worried about him and everything. So nothing yeah. is predictable. Nothing is just okay. It's just you're content with how things are. Um, but you should always motivate yourself to do more for yourself um, and it's not just for yourself. Obviously, if you have a family, you're doing it for them too. Um, yeah. And you're obviously doing it not just for your family as well, but everyone around you because you're wanting to help. And um, you and I have something in common in that aspect because I've told you that um, I always put myself above others. And I've always wanted to help other people. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, if there was a strange kid, not not strange as in weird, but if there was a child I did not know crossing the street and it was about to hit, I would risk my life for that child. Is how much that I would care about other people right, and right. running to help them and everything like that. So, um, so that's that's kind of the thing that we have in common. Except I still need to appreciate myself too. Uh, still got to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, what's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Yeah, we're switching it up to food now, apparently. We're switching it up to food. <laughs> yes. And, okay, so um, I love Indian food. I love Indian, traditional Indian food. And 
to be honest with you, I actually love trying new things. Mm -hmm. So I very seldomly order the same thing. Uh, And I, but I love curry and I love all different types of curry. I love curry with potatoes in it. (laughs) So, so I do, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I love trying new things and same thing. I, I really also love sushi. Mm-hmm. I, I love the the combination of the flavors, and I love trying everything. So. I always got in trouble because I always ate too much of the sushi, and then I was like, oh, well, I can't finish the other stuff, can I? Because it's just too <laughs> thick. But I'm vegetarian now. I've been vegetarian for almost a year now. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's what I have going for me. But growing up, my mom always had a rule when we were going out not to order the same thing that we ordered last time because she didn't want us to grow up being picky children. She wanted us to try things knowing what we don't like, not just assuming. And so um, (laughs) I remember going to IHOP with my grandpa and my sister and I were like the only two kids that they've ever known that ordered liver and onions. And (laughs) we loved it. And they were like, you should have seen the look on that waiter's face. Like, what? Like, (laughs) you guys are kids. So why why do they always smother the liver with onions? It's so, so good. <laughs> I think I think it's because the liver is dry, and then the onions kind of provide that the the flavor moisture. and the moisture. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when I ate meat, That's yeah, I still I liked it. Like liver, and I also don't like eggplant. Those are oh, two no. things. I don't like either of those two Eggplant things. Eggplant parmesan is one of my favorite meals, too. Oh. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but I try so many different things. Um, everyone's like, you don't eat meat? Well, what do you eat? Well, I create different things. Um, taco meat, I use cauliflower. It's really good. You just chop up cauliflower, and you. Um, I usually cook in olive oil and season it with taco seasoning. It tastes just like... I just had it tonight for dinner, so (laughs) it's so good. My son loves it. Um, I do not prevent him from eating meat, though, because it's not his choice. It's mine. Um, But uh, he prefers his veggies and fruits over meat any day, and that's on him. (laughs) I always say it's his choice, but I think it's just because I do feed him a lot of veggies, and that's what he likes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are shocked that a child at one is eating a lot of veggies as much as he's, he is <laughs> like, you, you don't cool. realize how much this boy eats <laughs> He <laughs> eats and eats. And it's crazy that I, I go to the daycare. And they're like, we just fed you Parker. And he's going into the pantry trying to get more snacks. <sighs> it's like a never ending cycle. All right. So what are you curious about right now? What am I curious about? Huh? Yes, right now. So um, a lot of my curiosity is um, connected with business. So mm-hmm. I'm really curious about other apps and how they make them really smooth and and to, to the flow to be really to just be intuitive. So that's something that I'm really curious about. I'm also curious with how much financial stress, how much financial stress is causing to companies and to families and so forth um, because it's hard to quantify that in a lot of ways yeah. but there are some research there's some research being done it's and it's astronomical I was actually reading an article I can't remember who it was by but that f- 
financial personal finances is causing or stress because of personal finances is causing or costing um, corporations three hundred billion dollars right now. Yeah, I could imagine too. Well, I mean, it only takes that one person who thinks they have it all together when they really don't, like um, the head CEO or whatnot, just because he has money, he thinks he'll take care of everything. It just takes that one person to put everyone else in the hole. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 So. Um, okay. So what's something you've failed at? That's not business related. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I failed at football in high school. I've not really failed at it. I was actually, um, I was a five foot nine, 150 pound middle linebacker, (laughs) which is really small (laughs) anyways. But my older brother was a stud and not that he was that he was bigger. In fact, when I was a sophomore, I was as big as he was as a sophomore. Um, but I always looked at him when he was a senior and he was, he was one of the best middle linebackers to come out of the state of Idaho, which is not saying a lot, (laughs) but Anyways, and I quit. After my sophomore year, I quit playing football because I put so much pressure on myself to be as good as he was as a sophomore when he was a senior. And I really regret that. I would have had so much fun playing football. It's my favorite sport. And I quit because I was scared that I wouldn't be as good as him. And I wish that wouldn't have happened. No. Do you think you would have carried on with football? No, I no. mean I would have really played in in high school. I, I there was too many other things to move on to when I went to college, you know, with business and so forth. But but I regret quitting. I regret. I mean, I didn't re- quit a season, but I just didn't play it the next season, and I didn't play it because of feeling anxiety at practice because I was worried that I'd be as good as my brother, which is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I was. Okay. All right. Um, all right. This is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. Well done. That I, that I had made a positive impact to the world to, for his children. And I'd like to hear him tell, tell me he loves me. I know he does. I know he does. And I would want to tell him I love him as well. He's been a huge blessing. And truthfully, he is my greatest um, strength in business, in family, in in life. Okay. Um, What is critical to get right in... This is your topic of expertise to avoid wasting time or money. Say that one more time. What is critical to get right in your topic of expertise to avoid wasting time or money? So I guess maybe budgeting. What is critical to get right in budgeting to avoid waste time or money? Oh, okay. Um, 
you have to get a handle on how much money you have, mm-hmm. um, and you've got to be you've got to get a handle on what is a need and what is a want. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a difference, you guys. There's a difference between needs and wants. I know everyone says there isn't, but there is. Most Big definitely. Time. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't need a new car. You don't need the latest. Well, it, it not necessarily new, as in brand new, but it can yeah. be new to you. Okay. <laughs> right. my, my parents have always said that it can be new to you. That's it. That's right. You need a reliable car. Yep. Gets you from drives. point A to point B. Yes, and especially early on in business, when you're young, you want to live. You want to live below your means and save. And when things are going well, you want to live the same as you were before because things will go down <laughs> again. And that philosophy ha- will serve you well, and it'll create the money you need during the downtime. So, yeah, that that's important to get right. It's important to get your finances right for sure. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what is your best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward? I think what I said to you, um, determine what steps need to be taken to, mm-hmm. to realize your dream. Yeah. Your, 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 the profession you're looking for and take a step forward. And look for a mentor that loves and cares about you, that can help you do that. The other thing I would say is is share your dream with your inner circle, and let and, and cast your vision on them. And there will be people that pop up to say, "Hey, I know this person. You should talk to them and pursue that." Okay, I think the best way to also do it is network. Uh, you always want to network. LinkedIn is like one of the best things you honestly can do. Um, when I first started LinkedIn, I was like, okay, it's just business related, whatever. Cause I wasn't, um, fully invested in the business idea just yet. I was in college. I already changed my major once, twice, actually <laughs> twice. And so, yeah. So when I started LinkedIn, I wasn't fully committed and now I'm posting regularly. I have more connections with a lot of people. I've been contacted several times just because of the content that I post and so I think it's good to know that actually people actually support me in that way too. And that's so cool. Yeah. yeah that's, you're right. A good network is important yeah. and building the network just by being a good person for sure. Who knows who will support your business? Correct. You, know? you might yeah. even find it uh, an investor that could help you out as well. So you never know, but you don't want to eliminate any possible um what's the word i'm looking for they're not impossible but possible um options yes options as well as looking for yep (laughs) (laughs) all right do you have any last words before we kind of wrap this up you know what i would say is is go after your dream yeah do it you can do it the, the worst thing that can happen is is you'll trip up and fail. But you know what? The only way to succeed is through failure. And the further you fail, it's like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. It has to swing back to success. But if you don't do anything and you just stay steady, there's no way that you can 
do anything worth anything. And exactly. so go after it um, and uh, you'll, you'll get there. Mm-hmm. So, Yep, yep. We always want to learn from our failures. I mean, because if all we did was succeed, I don't even know where we would be, honestly. Yeah. So I think everyone would be the same and no one would be their individual person. So, um, but yeah, that's really good advice. All right. Well, it was good speaking with you. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this interview. Um, I've enjoyed it. I've learned a lot, and I'm honestly going to take this into consideration and possibly sign up. Um, Not right away, but, you know, I will take this into consideration because it's something that uh, I'm more interested now and than before I was speaking with you. I'll look for your your name and our users. I really will. (laughs) All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, um, if everyone would, you have your social media, correct? Absolutely. So I'm on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook. And yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I will go ahead and try to find him on those social sites. And I'll also post it in the link below. And uh, you guys check him out, follow. And if you have any questions, I'm sure that you would be more than willing to answer them. Um, (laughs) I think so. (laughs) absolutely i'd be happy to hey thank you so much no problem i really enjoyed it i hope you have a good night you too thank you no problem bye